Good evening, all you creatures of the night. Tonight, we are not doing a full-length episode, and I'm not doing my normal crawl for you because we're switching it up and we're doing a mini-episode. If you listen to the podcast, you know what this is. We're not watching a full movie, but instead, we're choosing an element, a topic, some form of the horror genre that we'd like to discuss in detail. And this week, we at the It Records Gang are going to do archetypes of the horror genre. And these are the characters um, that you'll see in many of your famous and favorite horror movies. Um, but you know, before we get into that, I'm Matt Johnson, and this is It Records. I guess you know who I am, but I was just kind of launching right into that. But yeah, I'm, I'm Matt Johnson, and it's not just me here. I know you would think that, but I'm here with the other co-hosts of the show. <laughs> Lindsay and Pete, Lindsay and Pete in the house. Uh, Q Airhorn, Q Airhorn. I think you really overestimate your popularity here, Matt. <laughs> no one knows who you are. We Nobody does. Know. We don't even know who you are. You're just some guy on our computer screen. Yeah. Yeah. I just Every uh, I get time. on the same channel as you guys when you record, and I, I happen to know what podcasts you're doing. You hijack our frequency. <laughs> Every week. Yeah. Yeah, but I got too jazzed up. <laughs> I was ready to talk about archetypes that I almost forgot it's to, cool. you know, introduce ourselves and what the podcast is. <laughs> you're just so jazzed up. You're so excited. I'm yeah, so excited. It's been so long since we've done a mini episode that, you know. It's been quite some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I enjoy them. It's a, it's a nice breather from the normal rigmarole and structure that we usually have in our day-to-day podcast. You guys podcast. got me messed up with Remember those, like, Lindsay scores and, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever else you were doing. Yeah, we ha- I was like, I can't talk about that. Also, I have a fever, so, you know, I'm just gonna sit this one out. <laughs> Remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no uh-huh. one, uh-huh. no one's, uh, recalling that. I remember. No. <laughs> it's okay. <clears throat> okay, without further ado, as I said, this is a mini episode, and we're going to be talking about the archetypes of the horror genre. And, you know, all of them might not have these, but it, it kind of turns out that most of them follow these types of characters, especially the slashers. Um, so we're going to go into a bit of a bit of them, a few of them, and then at the end, talk about which one we think we most relate to. And, you know, people on the podcast might disagree with us. I don't know, but we'll at least see who we think we relate with. Uh, So, Lindsay, do you have any archetypes that stuck out to you in these horror genre movies? Yeah. um, First one I want to talk about is, uh, he's usually known as the Jack. Uh, This is the one who more commonly thinks of himself to be the alpha male. And it's this kind of overinflated confidence that ends up being his fatal flaw in, you know, any given movie. Um, and I mean, since he's labeled, you know, the jock, he's usually athletic in some kind of way. Maybe not in every movie, but he definitely has uh, qualities like being attractive and not usually being very smart um, and kind of very into himself. Um, and his death usually results when he tries to overtake the killer. 
Um, but he's supposed to embody that quality in which women want him and guys want to be him. And uh, that being said, we're all still supposed to hate him. And uh, the example I have for him, um, I think of Ryan Philippi, and I know what you did last summer. I think uh, his character kind of really sums up, you know, what that uh, archetype is supposed to represent. So you guys have any thoughts on the jock at all? That's a good. He doesn't look it. He doesn't look it, but he is a jack. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely, I, I agree. Yeah, I was gonna say. I picture like the jock as like an athlete, but as you as you were describing, it doesn't have to be. It's just that that character quality, that personality, and he definitely has. Yeah, he's got to be the macho man in that movie, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the best example I could come up with, even though there's hundreds more. Um, yeah. And then off that, you know, there's the archetype is called the cheerleader. Um, I don't think, you know, again, not always athletic, but she's got certain uh, qualities that make her, she's basically supposed to be the female version of the jock. Uh, they go together. Um, I don't think she's always necessarily supposed to be mean, but she's meant to be this object of desire. Also not very smart. Um, you know, very similar to the Jack. Um, this one, she's always one of the first to die, um, and usually is, like, the most terrified of everyone when it happens in her situation. Um, she's friends with the main female character. Uh, she's definitely not supposed to be the pure one of the bunch. Um, we're also supposed to kind of hate her. Um, unlike the Jack, I feel like she's pretty helpless when the killer comes around. She doesn't, like, try to take him down or anything um and for this one as far as an example um tara reed's character in urban legend comes to mind or am i like totally off base no i think that's a good that's a good example i was trying to come up with a few in my head sarah michelle geller came Mm -hmm. to my head and you you brought up i know what you did last summer um i'll agree with that would you say this character this archetype um I mean, I don't want to spoil another one we're going to do later, but it's sort of the opposite of, you know, the pure person lives till the end. This is supposed to be the opposite, right? The person who has, like, has sex, and that's why they die. Like, the jock and this character are, like, the ones who commit the sins first, right? And they're usually Mm -hmm. the ones who are killed. The first to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, this character definitely serves as a foil. Well, I guess both of them, you know, the jock and the cheerleader, they serve as foils for the nice guy, or which we'll get to that later, <laughs> and, uh, you know, the last girl. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do we have any other archetypes, or have we hit all the archetypes? Pete, do you have any archetypes that you uh, you know of? Yeah, I mean, I was about to go into you coming up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, next we have the, ner- the nerd slash stoner, either or. It's never both, but unless the stoner is the nerd, then it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, this could be either the best or the worst character in the movie, I think. Mm-hmm. You got some really annoying people, like Evil Ed, I think, comes to mind. Oh, yeah. He's kind of very familiar with, like, they're always familiar with, like, the lore of, like, what's trying to kill them. They got the background information. Mm-hmm. And in, um... They're usually always, like, ridiculed by, like, the jock and, and 
cheerleader. So Lindsay's characters are just beating up my character. And he's just, you know it. He's just trying to smoke <laughs> weed and have a good time. Or he's just trying yeah. to read a book and smoke weed. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. He's just, mm-hmm. he's just doing stuff. Um, I feel like he's just like the comic relief of the movies. And kind of like a way for like the viewers to relate to uh, to them. And I feel like they're usually pretty ugly. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I just feel like it kind of, they just kind they just like, like, don't make, they have to be like the opposite of like cheerleader and the jock. They can't be right. good looking. Mm-hmm. Or they're like, like how they're like a prankster sometimes. Like, I don't know. There's like too many coming to my mind right now. I feel like yeah. even like we were talking about Corey Feldman a little bit earlier before the recording. He kind of like fits this role too, where he has, he's mm-hmm. usually pretty knowledgeable in the area. He's like the cool nerd, I guess. And like, yeah. uh, God, what's the vampire movie then? Lost Boys. Lost Boys. Oh, Lost Boys. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought of <laughs> when you were saying that. Yeah. No, I, w- I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the example that our source has given us is the character from Friday the 13th Part 3, who's, like, the nerdy white guy with an afro. <laughs> and he's just, he's so obnoxious, and he's a very... Like, I hate this character, because <laughs> he's so yeah. ridiculous. He's, like, making, jo- like, jokes too much. Like, mm-hmm. a friend who isn't funny but thinks he is. And then, uh, Quincy enough, he provides Jason with his hockey mask. For the first time in the part three, yeah, yeah, I think the the nerd or the fool or whatever. Yeah, you said it great. Like you either love it or you hate them. Like I feel like there's no middle ground of like, um, it's either like they're too much because they're that comic relief as you said, but they always provide the information or yeah. the, the nuanced things to the series, like the hockey mask and the one I think of that Pete I thought you'd mention is Randy from uh, Scream. That's the one oh, that pop- totally. Yeah, that's the one totally that pops out to me. About him. Yeah, because I mean, he's like really meta about it. Like, yeah, he's like the epitome of a, a fool. He like knows that he's in a movie almost, but that's the one that pops out to me. But that's a good example. Even Cabin in the Woods like really hits these hard when it does that movie. They like do. they really like try to exploit the archetypes. Um, so yeah. That's the fool, or the nerd and the stoner. One, one that I have come come upon, I think is more so in any sort of like slasher uh, movie. Is it, you get you have the token minority. I, I think many people know if if there's a minority in a film, if you're not the Caucasian American, um, chances are they probably die first. I feel like that's it happens in most horror movies. Um, the minority can also serve as either the stoner or the comic relief, sometimes both. Um, but there always tends to be um, that minority that's in there, and the serial killer goes to them first. But more recently, I would even say um, that movies are trying to flip that on its head as sort of a misdirect, where that used to be sort of the standard. But now, because we kind of, if you watch horror movies like us, um, you realize those things are going to happen, and they try to avoid them. Even with another archetype, I'll talk. I'll talk about later. 
but yeah. Speaking of your archetype that you're gonna talk to later, yeah, mine sets you up pretty nicely for yours. Is the nice guy who's usually the love interest of this certain character, mm-hmm. the most famous of all horror archetypes, may not be named yet. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like this one's pretty straightforward. He's probably the least interesting one, I would say. Um, I don't even have too many examples for him, but like, he he's like friends with the jock so he's like kind of like a middle of the road guy mm-hmm. like he's not too interesting because he's like nice to everyone and he's friends with everyone and he's the voice of reason which could be nice but no one listens to him <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of, think of examples but not too many are coming to mind but I know the archetype is there I just think there's not that many famous ones yeah I, when I think of it especially with these archetypes, I think slashers really are predominant with them. But so like we've talked about, I know you did last summer. I think that's like the Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. Or yeah, in Scream, Scream 2, I think it's her boyfriend, um, um, uh, Sydney's boyfriend where... Yeah. So the, the examples that come to mind for me are like Freddie Prince Jr. and I know you did last summer or Sydney's boyfriend in Scream 2... You tend not to, you're not drawn to them as much because they kind of like sit back in the shadows and watch as things play out. They're prominent because they're usually like dating the main character, which is the last archetype we'll, we'll get to. But they're not as outspoken as like, you know, the, the comic relief, which could be the token minority or the, the fool, the, the stoner. They have these, these big personalities and the jock and the cheerleader. So you really, you focus on them and the nice guys just kind of with the friend group. They're there. And they're prominent because they have that relationship with the protagonist, but nobody really is like, yeah. it's their favorite character, I feel like. That's why I said he's such a middle-of-the-road character, because okay. he just like, doesn't make an impression. He just kind but of goes by. There's an exception to every rule, because Freddie mm. Prince Jr. just so happens to be my favorite character, and I know what you did last summer. However, I know that's probably not, like, you know, popular opinion. <laughs> it's pretty biased, yeah. but you're a, a self-proclaimed prince yep. head, right? You're a Freddie Prince Jr. fan. Is that correct? I didn't know it was until now, but I am. <laughs> well, you're a fan, right? I, I'm not making that yes. up. Okay, good. Okay, one hundred percent. I thought I was like pulling it. it out of nowhere. <laughs> you got Scooby Doo. You got Scooby Doo too. You know. Um, I love right it. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's all that. Is is he in that movie? Is that him? Yep. Yes. Yeah. All right. For the rest of the podcast, let's just name Freddie Prince Jr. movies. I still know what you did. <laughs> he really time. shined in that movie, Down to You. That was uh, 2000. Yeah. You guys should check it out. I'll check it out. But that's another podcast. Yeah, that's our Prince podcast. That's a spinoff <laughs> podcast of this one. <laughs> yeah, Prince Records. Yeah. Prince Records. <laughs> um. And we play no songs by Prince, coincidentally. <laughs> yeah. We get a lot of traffic that's that's not at the right podcast. A lot of angry comments. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Back to our, our, our main podcast. Um, that's the nice guy. And then the the last Arctic that I have, um, which I think is the biggest one in many any horror film, is... The Last Girl, 
or the final survivor, which is usually the, the last girl, typically. And she's the subtle pretty girl who's smart, sweet, liked by everyone. She's our protagonist, usually. Um, she represents that innocence and that purity um, that the other characters don't really exhibit. Because that's the point of a horror movie is like, you know, that fear of damnation or bodily destruction. And the people who go first are the ones who um, don't hold their bodies or their minds to as as prominently as this pure last girl. And that she's the last survivor standing and she either lives or she dies or she kills the the killer, but she's the final stand. It's really that, that final stand up between good and evil. And I think that's the biggest character in a lot of horror movies is that last girl. And you could probably think of any horror movie and have several examples of the last girl. Sydney Prescott. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt, and I know what you did last summer. Um, uh, the one character's name in Urban Legend, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Alien. What's What's the woman's name from Nightmare on Elm Street? What's her freaking name? Na- Nancy. Yeah. Nancy. Nancy. It's Nancy. I don't know why I'm doing that voice. That's not even <laughs> Freddy Krueger. <laughs> But yeah, Nancy, um, It Follows, really any, Cabin in the Woods, any we mentioned that movie. one. Yeah, <laughs> Any horror movie, it's, really? It's typically a, a female, it's the final survivor. Mm-hmm. Funny thing that you bring out, like, any horror movie, like, we say any horror movie, when they first, like, didn't know what they had with Nightmare on Elm Street, when they came out with the second one, that made the final person be a guy. And, mm-hmm. like, everyone hated it. Like, it just didn't work as well. And, like, I also hate this movie because it's terrible. And they, they originally didn't even want to cast the same guy for fucking Freddy. They didn't want to... I can't remember his name. <laughs> the, the actor? Yeah. Robert Engel? England, yeah. Rob, the guy who played Freddy, right? Yeah. Robert Engel. Is it how you say it? Because I've been saying it wrong this whole time. Oh, maybe. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. E- it's E-N-G-U-L-A-N-D, right? Yeah. Robert Engel. I thought it was England, to be honest, but I also don't know how to pronounce words. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyways, they didn't even want to cast him at first, because I watched the four-hour documentary, Never Sleep Again, about Nightmare on Elm Street. Great documentary, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And it is, like... I don't know. They, you could tell that, like... <laughs> the people working on it are just, like... Were really confused by this movie. Mm-hmm. It just plays very strange. Because it's just, like... It's kind of whiny, I guess, is, like, the biggest complaint. What is the biggest complaint? It, like, the main character is kind of whiny, oh. at least. like I feel like, oh. at least with, like, if a final girl situation... Usually the final girl, like, like she steps up to the plate mm-hmm. and, like, does what she needs to do. And I feel like this guy didn't do it, which may have hurt him. Like, because he just, like, he was just, like, screaming the whole time, you know? That character's never mm-hmm. really liked if you're just screaming the whole time. Mm-hmm. That's why people hate World of Worlds, because Dakota Fanning's just screaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I like that movie because she's only like ten and she's a great actress. <laughs> and give her a damn break. Yeah, cut her some slack. 
there's fucking aliens attacking your home planet. It's fine that she's screaming. <laughs> but uh, Pete, you're, you're telling me in Nightmare on Elm Street too. You don't love that that '80s uh, cleaning up his bedroom montage. It's a classic, oh, God. classic scene from that movie. <laughs> it's that so great. If you have a it's chance, so weird. watch that scene. <laughs> You know, surprisingly, I haven't seen that entire series. I've only seen one, two, and three. And then when Wes Craven came back, I watched that one. Mm-hmm. His, like, meta one before he... Either around the time he did Scream or before Scream. I can't really remember. I think it was right before. Like a year or two before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've 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 gone through these archetypes. Um... If you guys, do you guys have any other ones? If not, we can say who we, th- which archetype we think we fall into. Lindsay's definitely the Jack. <laughs> yeah, that, clearly that one's easy. You guys next. <laughs> I think uh, Matt, you're kind of like the nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, I was as having as a hard as, time. As, as much as I like you, in a movie, you're not very likable to me because you're just kind of like the middle of the road characters. Mm-hmm. No, th- that's fine. I I was having a hard time because I'm not the jock or a cheerleader. I don't think, or I'm definitely not the token minority that we talked about. Um, yeah, I. None that's kind of that's kind of <laughs> where I would fall. Is I feel like the nice guy. So okay. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with I think that. I'm, like, part nice guy, but, like, a part of me is, like, the stoner nerd character because I have all this knowledge. And I feel like mm-hmm. in a movie mm-hmm. context, I would be that annoying character. Be like, oh, yeah, did you know that werewolves do this and all this bullshit? That would be me. I... Like, quoting all this shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'd have to agree with that. <laughs> Pete, Pete, when I saw the nerd stoner, I was like, "That I see Pete in there. I see Pete. <laughs> if he was in the movie, he'd be like Randy's character. He'd have, he'd he'd, yeah. he'd work at the movie store, and he'd have all this knowledge mm. that people needed." Man, I wish I did that as a like teenager. That would've been great. Yeah, I didn't pay to watch movies all day. Are you fucking joking? Yeah, that's sweet job. What do you even do it? What do you even do with that job? Like. Yeah, fucking give peer people like two movies and a candy bar. Yeah, you gotta you gotta restock those shelves. You gotta rewind the tapes <laughs> when you, yeah, when they were VHS. <laughs> <laughs> well, they barely exist anymore. Family Video is still thriving, like, not thriving, but they still exist. Where? It's like, like the... really rural areas where they're like. I need to know where. Where the internet days. internet's not really too great in the rural areas because they don't go there. Yeah. Yeah, they're still, they're still pretty popular. Isn't there one down in Bloomington? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Illinois. Yeah, there is. Mm-hmm. Thought so. Yeah. That's cool. And there's also the big old porn section that's thriving in that in that family video. <laughs> in the family video. Very nice. <laughs> Surprisingly, yeah, it's called family video. I'm sure that porn section's thriving. Uh, sure. Like fifty year old dudes or women, you know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be biased. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you haven't run the numbers yet. Yeah, I didn't do a survey. 
right? So we got one nice guy and one, you said you were half, you thought half nice guy, half stoner. Yeah. A blend of the two? Okay. The bl- yeah, I thought it was like a blend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lindsay, do you know where you might fall or feel you might fall? Well, I feel like I'm not really a jock. Um, well, clearly Pete I think and I Pete disagree. was, yeah, I think Pete was just playing around. <laughs> hey, um, didn't you play volleyball or something? Basketball? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, did you play sports? Like, <laughs> yeah, but like in sixth grade. Um, I honestly... I <laughs> I really don't think I'm like any of them. I don't think I have too much in common with any of these people. Uh, if anything, maybe the nerd or the fool. But uh, other than that, I don't relate to any of them. Yeah. To be real with you. Wow. How so if you were not... A... <laughs> no, go ahead. So... I was going to say, so like, if you were in a horror movie, you'd be like... There'd be the group of characters, and you'd be like the person, like passing by in class, who sat in the desk next to him. So you're... I think that sounds like an accurate portrayal. <laughs> what are we learning today in English? <laughs> cool. Right. Maybe passing the note, passing the note to the main character. <laughs> Do you think Johnny's hot? <laughs> no, I mean. Well, like I said, if anything, probably the nerd, because, like, I do feel like I, like, do a lot of research on things I don't really need to know, mm-hmm. um, and I'm always, like, talking about it, and, uh, so I think that's, like, maybe loosely the one I relate to, but other than that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm saying, I don't really think so. I'm saying Jack because of your sixth grade sports <laughs> backgrounds. Yeah, whatever you played, I don't know, badminton, it could be anything. I wish I was. We had like a badminton unit in a high school. Did not do well, <laughs> but it was fun. What sport did you play in sixth grade? Uh, basketball, softball. Uh, yep. Yep. I went to volleyball camp. Okay, but jock. I didn't. That sounds like a jock to me. Honest, yeah, it might as well be because I feel like I'm pretty much still twelve, so it just makes sense. You could be the jock, night like nerdy guy, fused together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds like a flattering representation. I'll take it. I don't think really any of us had a really flattering representation of any of us. <laughs> That's true. Of like who we were. <clears throat> Yeah. Like self reflections. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean we are all we're all expendable. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't see as a the final girl. Well I am I'm a man, but I don't see that as making it all the way. <laughs> to the end. Yeah. You thinking over there? Yeah. I'm just pondering life's deepest questions. You know, <laughs> the usual. His archetypes really got just you. the usual. The... Yeah, yeah, they are. I'm just questioning my own, who I am, right? Am I a nice guy? <laughs> or am I a jock? I don't even know anymore. Or a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking about you guys and 
you're where you guys fell. Yeah. Would you agree with her okay. decisions? Yeah. Oh, my my instinct with you, yeah, was like nerd stoner arena, and you said like a blend. So, yeah, fine. Um, Lindsay, you you said you fell kind of in the nerd category, kind of not any of them, <laughs> like one foot in the nerd, one That's foot out. That's how I feel. Okay. I can see that. I could also see with Lindsay maybe like if you said half nerd I could see like half final girl I could see you like pulling that out like at the end push comes to sew Lindsay's there <laughs> yeah <laughs> or, she, or she, she's taking out Mike Myers or Leatherface or she's the nice guy archetype just flipped around you know because okay. horror movies do that all the time they always flip the script a little bit She's the she's the nice mm-hmm. girl who's the love interest or whatever. <laughs> she's the nice girl. And just like just yeah. coasting her way to the end and then tragic end for her. To, I'll buy it. God. And I'll then buy it. and then the, the the main character has gotta persevere through the loss of the significant other. <laughs> oh gee. So we're all in acceptance that we're all expendable. <laughs> You're saying we're all yeah, gonna die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's good. Right. Okay. Hey, I'm mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. a fighter. If someone's coming after me with a fucking machete, you think I'm gonna be fighting back? Like, you're gonna be, you're yeah. be cracking wise. My, my muscle tone ain't there. Yeah, I'm gonna fight him with my word. That's not gonna get me too far. <laughs> <laughs> I like. Like say, hey Jason, like, and then like have a really bad joke that I can't even think of right now, and then he just kills me. Mm. Yeah, but the audience, yeah, is gonna you know, it. it's gonna be that's, that's all I want. Yeah, that's all I want for a life is just mm-hmm. a laugh. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, the last laugh. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. <sighs> okay. Is that? Well, that wraps it up here on the It Records podcast. Uh, it's a mini episode. <laughs> we try to keep it as mini as possible. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, let us know what you're thinking on any social media we have or on our website. Any other mini episode ideas you'd like for us to do um, that are outside of just us watching the movie. We'll have another full length episode out very soon. And until next time. I'm Matt Johnson, and I will remain in the shadows.